Good evening and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host Dave. And I am Sidious. This is episode 7. We are recording live at a Megacon. Not that that matters because we don't have an audience. I don't... I Poor planning on my part. I don't know what it is. I, the other podcast had people. I suck. Anyway, well, we're joined tonight with uh, with, with two guests. Uh, I got Perrin Klump. Hello. You can say hi. Hi. And Doug Yoder. Hello. And uh, I'm going to let them talk a little bit about themselves and, and why they're at OmegaCon while uh, Dave gets the first pour going. So I'll uh, we'll start with Perrin. Um, well, who let's are you, see. Perrin? Uh, who am I? Uh, who the hell knows who I am? Um, I'm well. I'm at OmegaCon because I'm uh, stressed, puppy, puppy right now, and dear God, I need some relaxing. Um, I've been at every OmegaCon, and because uh, it started with a bunch of us needing to relax from putting together Convergence, and uh, it kind of grew from there. And we've had Ishmael Williams on as a previous guest. He kind of talked about what Convergence is. We didn't really mention what OmegaCon is. Explain it. You kind of um, let into it a little bit. So OmegaCon is what is known as a relaxicon. Its main goal is to not do anything. Um, sometimes we organize not doing anything so that we can not do anything more intensely. But uh, slack is, is the word of the day. And uh, whatever you do, it should include slack, and you should not be uh, um, stressing about anything. The, the, the way you should look at it is, oh my, there's something I missed. Well, something new will be along momentarily, probably with alcohol. And as a great swag, sweet, sweet, sweet swag there, entirely sweet swag, we have <laughs> Doug Yoder, who is in charge of the bar here at OmegaCon. Yes, uh, so there's just a little bit of alcohol downstairs in the bar. Just, just a little, and by a little we mean two shelves. We should probably put a picture of the alcohol. We really need to get a digital camera and get pictures of the alcohol. But, yeah, yeah. someone's got to have one. Uh, I'll we send do. you one, and you can put it on the website. Yep. We'll put it in the show notes. So, what brings you to OmegaCon? Uh, well, I haven't been coming since the beginning. I started coming maybe six years ago, I think. And, you know, I had been involved, again, with the Convergence Convention Committee, and heard about OmegaCon that way, and started coming and immediately fell in love with the idea of a bunch of geeks taking over a resort hotel in northwestern Wisconsin and sitting around in their pajamas and drinking and playing board games. Which is exactly what's happening downstairs. Indeed. Oh, and, and making s'mores. Oh, yes, can't, but, can't forget s'mores. Yes, yeah, and Perrin is the fire master here, so every every con, he uh, he gets the fire going and he brings the fixings. And I had my s'mores last night because I wanted to get my sugar rush on Friday. <laughs> well, and, and you've got that that fencing saver. Yeah, my, my wife panders quite well to my tastes, and uh, she gave me a uh, dual-pronged um, marshmallow toasting saver. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's very pretty. Cool. I Again, gave, I gave her a picture for the show notes. I gave her really nice shoes, so I think we were both happy. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. So what are we drinking, Dave? We are drinking the Glen Rothis 1994. It was distilled in 94, bottled in 2010, so it's a 16-year. And there are no notes on the on the bottle, which is the dumbest-looking bottle I've ever seen, and it's ridiculously hard to pour and hold. So And it doesn't fit in your liquor cabinet very well. Well, I, I keep everything in the box, so um, and I just keep it on shelves. But, uh, I mean, it would, it would stay fairly nice if it was at a cabinet, because it would be short enough to be in my cabinet, so sure. most of my liquor is hard yeah, to get in. Yeah, some of the tall scotch bottles I have to 
keep that an angle. angle. Yeah. But then that one takes up that much more yeah, it's, it's, space it's on the floor. Yeah. yeah. I think they wanted to be different. Oh yes, they, and they, they succeeded they, because yes, you, they did. And and when when I get to the box, we will we we will find out why. It's, well, because you can't just be different with having a good scotch. It's all about the bottle. Yes. They, right. we, we should we should point out. Dave and I have sampled this in the past with the, the people we did the pilot with back in the original Scotch Club. Was this on the pilot episode? Uh, no, so. this was not on the pilot episode. But we we did it with that group of people. Right. Right. And so that's so. What are we getting in the nose here? Getting a, a white fruit. Yep. Typical spicy. Yep. White spice, maybe a little caramel, possibly honey instead of caramel. I haven't. No, there's definitely a lot of honey in there. Yeah, there's a lot of honey. Yeah, a good, a good bit of spice. Honey, vanilla, and yes, a little bit of this. alcohol um, yeah. at the first nosing. I'm getting more of the, the sense now, because to begin with, I was just like, oof. I, yeah, I, yeah I, the uh, first nosing was a lot of alcohol, <clears> that's <throat> for sure. And it's probably because we're using the brandy sniffers. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really getting fruit, any any fruit notes. It's pretty light, but yeah. yeah. I'm not saying they're not there. I'm yeah, just, no, 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 no. It's, I mean, we've had plenty of times where we, the four of us can't agree what we smell. And that's, so, that's the point. Yep. And, and to me, this smell brings up a lot of memories because this is actually one of my favorite scotches. Ah. So the instant I smell it, it's just relaxation. So I'm, I'm really glad that you had this one. Ah. Well, <laughs> we aim to please. Started in on the, uh, the dry taste, the, the neat tasting here and definitely getting the honey. Getting a lot of the spice. Yeah, definitely some spice. The spice is almost overpowering. It was overpowering to me. Maybe a citrus note? I'm like, I, all I'm getting There's is There's a the spice. citrus peel note at the finish as well as mm, a, on the finish, a, yeah, a dry oak on the finish. Yeah, I'll agree. That, that's where I'm getting at the finish. The, the body, I'm not really getting much beyond the light sweetness. and. Yeah, I, I, what I found was that I got the spices initially, and then the sweetness comes roaring in after, after mm-hmm. the spice kind of starts to subside a little bit. Yeah, I really, I really, really enjoy that. The alcohol kind of burns the spice into your taste buds yeah, initially, yeah, yeah. and then the sweetness mm-hmm. comes through. I'm trying to figure which spice I'd say it is. Maybe like cinnamon? No. You're not yeah, I, I'd say clove or allspice. I'd say clove. I, I would agree with that, mm-hmm. yeah. Now I can see where my palate would mess it up right now. I'm, I'm a couple in already as we start the <laughs> podcast, so we'll, we'll see where the evening takes me. In true podcasting form, right? Mm-hmm. Well, right. I'm, the more I have drinks. I have to. I have to admit. Also, I'm a huge fan of the the Glen Rothes. Um, I've only had one, uh, but I went to Scotland on vacation, and it's one of the ones that I got to bring back, and so I will always enjoy that. Now, with the water, the spice, the the clove, I would say definitely just clove now, um, comes out a little bit smoother on there. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Wet, I'm, I'm getting more of the specific spice, and I'm I'm gonna see definitely clove. And I definitely like a like an orange peel mm-hmm. comes out. Just just a hint, though. It's possible that my white fruit was actually the citrus note that I was getting. I was just misidentifying. The vanilla comes out a little bit more yeah. Like wet. Yeah. The wet nose to me is not flavors or scents so much as color and heat. It's like bright sunlight and warmth. Are you an artist by any chance? No, but I just drunk. did say that this one Reminds has you. lots of memories sure. because I I think I've probably had six or eight bottles of it okay. over the course of my 
adult life. Nice. It, it's one of my go-to scotches. I always keep it on hand, and it has, it, it's not too much of anything. It, I feel it's a very balanced scotch, so I always have people that are like, oh, Doug, you like scotch. What should I buy? <laughs> I want to get into scotch. <laughs> I hate that question. Oh, I really oh, hate it. it. Yes. Because uh, it, you have to know their tastes. You have to know their tolerances. And, and the likelihood of you giving them the right advice is damn near nil. I mean, yeah, yeah. I used to feel that way, and then I stopped caring, and I just recommended <laughs> what I like. And if they don't like it, too bad. Well, and to be fair, I, I do have yeah. I do have one I always recommend because I found it to be. I really enjoy it, but it's it's kind of an inoffensive. The Dalmore Cigar Malt okay. is a mm-hmm. probably my favorite, just generic sipping scotch. Where you don't have you don't have any need. I want a chewy scotch. I want a this. I want a that. I just I just feel like drinking a little scotch. That's what I fall back to. We found the Grand Reserva from Dalmore um, works relatively well. As that uh, Jenna really liked it, and Jenna's not really a Scotch person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had her on uh, last couple of episodes and so we, we, were, we were happy that she enjoyed that i'm not a little smoke off of this a little bit once you start to drink more of it yeah um i feel like you know we were complaining about the body being pretty minimal mm-hmm. uh, meat but with the water and the sweetness that it has it to me gave it a much Thicker mouthfeel. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely a way to your body. Um, I would say with, with it wet, I'm getting a lot of the wood in the body. Yes. Uh, yeah. But with a little bit of, of the sweetness from the honey and the vanilla. I, I hate to say that I'm not as fond of the finish wet. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's kind of diminished and a, a little weak. Uh, it doesn't have... I'm it's, not. It's kind of clean. See, I, mean, I, I have the exact opposite opinion. I, I get the... I, I have the same feeling about it. But I like that it's a it's a clean finish and it doesn't linger so much. To me, it it leaves more of a syrupy taste in your mouth when it's wet. For for my for me, it's all dependent on if I love the finish, I want it to continue, so I don't want to dilute it and, and reduce sure. it. And I'm enjoy I enjoy the finish to this. So for me, the the wet kind of doesn't ruin it or anything. It just changes to something where I'm like, nah, you know, it's it's okay. Sure. sure. For myself, I, I got to say on the finish, wet. Um, I like that it's nice and light, doesn't linger very long. It, it's a pleasing finish. Um, I found with it neat, I wanted to cleanse my palate with some water before I had the next sip, where wet, I can continue to just sip the scotch itself. So if I'm sitting and reading, I'm probably going to want it wet. But if I'm walking around, say, con, where I'm already going to be... Um, taking a sip and then doing some water and then taking a sip and then doing some water something so I can last and stay hydrated for the weekend, um, I'm probably going to want it then neat. So it's it definitely got a, a very high uh, demarcation between the two for me. Sure. I think I agree with Perrin that I want the finish on this one to linger in my mouth so I don't want to water it down. I, I just want to keep that in and just let it spread through my body and relax me. It's, it's, you know, you're talking about being stressed out, and this is my perfect stress relief scotch. One thing I enjoy doing with scotches is, is just closing my eyes and savoring. And, yes, and for uh, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always joke about don't, can't talk in the happy place, but I find this to be a very nice one for that. 
uh, you get a lot of complex flavors. You get to sort of savor the... You're, you're not going to turn and spit it on someone <laughs> because it's vile. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So what does the box have to say, Dave? Well, the first the first thing is, is why the bottle is so weird. And the box, you'll notice, is the ugliest box you've ever seen. Um, they use unbleached... Uh, <clears throat> unbleached fiber from sustainable forests. And yes, it's very ugly. And then they put a little piece of plastic underneath because apparently they don't care about right. plastic. They <laughs> care about the, the trees. Plastic forest. Indeed. Unusually slow distillation in tall copper stills delivers our distinctive sweet, clean, and fruity spirit. Maturation in oak casks develops the characteristic Glenrothes flavors Ripe fruits, juicy citrus, creamy vanilla, and hints of complex spices. And that's that's our tasting notes. Well, you, could, you are allowed to laugh out loud. Yeah, no, all I could all I could think is blue moons, green clovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have me lucky whiskey. <laughs> oh, much. Yeah. And what marshmallow would that be? <laughs> Brown. Yeah. Golden <laughs> whiskey. The brown moonshine jug. <laughs> yeah. We well, need those for next year. Lucky Charms actually have barley malt in it as one of the cereal grains. I think barley is a grain. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I wonder if you could make an interesting scotch with it. Well, no. you, you, you know, now, now, now the thought <laughs> well, crosses my mind. The thought yeah, crosses my mind. <laughs> See, for, for, for St. Patty's Day, my traditional <laughs> breakfast has been cocoa puffs with uh, Bailey's Irish cream instead of milk. And so now I'm thinking I need to find what the equivalent Scottish national holiday for me to have Lucky Charms with uh, with this poured on it instead of the milk would be. Well, isn't Lucky Charms an Irish thing? Quiet, you! You're destroying my logic. And, and the holiday you're looking for is probably Robert Burns Day. Okay, that would that works for me. I, your answer would have all found. Yes. I've been disputed. Yeah. Well, I did I mention I'd started before the podcast? Yeah, I understand the reason that there's different different glasses are used for different. Uh, alcohols. They, mm-hmm. they, and and I was given a Scotch tasting glass, mm-hmm. and, and I have to admit, they work really well. Well, they do, but it's never tasted better coming out of. I've I've in, been able to to use a good get the nose cleanly without like yes. feeling like I'm jamming my nose. It, it helps you know, rubbing my nose on the glass and, but but uh, you know in the long run I'm like I'd still enjoy Scotch if it were in a plastic tumbler. Yeah. Well, the question is, when you say you've got a scotch-tasting glass, describe as best you can, because this being you know, an audio format, <laughs> yeah. um, what that entails. Because, oh, about you know, yay big, kind of grass-colored. Uh, no, it's it's um, definitely taller than it is around. It has a slight um, narrowing um, and, and slight flare at the top. Okay, I, um, if you, I know the specific name of the glass. If you are familiar with beer glasses, it is basically a miniature Belgian tulip glass. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, very thin glass. Yes. Um, and is is comfortable in the hand. I mean, not that that's... Oh, I prefer a glass that's comfortable in my hand. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you don't feel like you're trying to awkwardly, where do my fingers go while you're drinking? That that was the third option of glass when I was laying in the glassware to buy for the podcast. And we've chosen to use Dave's slowball tumblers it, because we preferred those to, to these little mini brandy snifters I got. But that was the, the other option where basically it's a... A skinnier thing, and I kind of let me get my room so I can say, end. "You have failed me for the last time." Yes, <laughs> he, he, 
we, we should point out that I, I specifically bought some new bathrobes for this OmegaCon. The one I've been wearing, um, it looks very much like Boba Fett's Mandalorian armor. And the robe <laughs> I've been loving today is a very dark, well, it's a, it's a black terry cloth with the uh, emblem of the Imperium on, on the left breast. And so he's been walking around as, as uh, Darth Ravy all weekend. Indeed. Darth Rabies? What? Oh, Ravy. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, let's, let's get the scores oh, for man. this uh, from everyone. Or, or did we officially want to declare Cork Dorfry on the notes before we went forward? Because there's a little Cork Dorfry there. It's being very oh. vague. I mean, yeah, the, no, the tasting notes that was specific about, we agreed on. So there was that. But the complex spices, can we narrow that down just a well, and ripe fruits and juicy I, citrus. I mean, I didn't get much of that. I I didn't get much fruit. No, there right. was there was there was a it was a very subtle in, in to my nose, and I I only could taste it after after it was wet. But it was there, but I couldn't couldn't put my finger on it. And but I I do definitely think there was like an orange peel. Yeah, there's definitely an orange peel. I don't know if there's any other fruits other than like apple or plum that are commonly um, associated with scotch. I, I didn't get anything specific. Um, maybe a generic fruitiness, but I don't know. I, when when you read, I, what did, what did the box say exactly? Something fruity, very fruity, or ripe fruits and juicy citrus. Like, I, and I'm just I, like, no, I didn't get that. I, <laughs> you know, there may have been orange notes of orange peel, or etc. Yeah, it was definitely orange peel and not juicy orange. Yeah, right. If if I were describing this to somebody else, I doubt I would go on about the juicy fruitiness of it. No, 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 no. And, oh, and now that you say juicy fruitiness, I'm getting a very juicy fruit like <laughs> flavor in the finish. I, I Admittedly, I've washed the palate with the water, so it's just that very, very light flavor that if you chew a piece of juicy fruit for like two hours and there's no flavor left, that's exactly what I'm at right now. So well, well played, well played. <laughs> You're closer, hit him. <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, no, he can still kick me out of the room. <laughs> This is true. This, this, this is true. And you might take back the rope. I might take back the rope. That's going to be the biggest death for him right now. So, uh, all right. So Michael let's, will let me sleep in the room. Yeah. <laughs> let's, 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 let's go for the score. So, uh, Perrin, you want to start? Remind me of your scale okay. again. The, the scale again is three is average. Three, three is I'm not disappointed with it. I'm not impressed with it. I I wouldn't necessarily buy it again, but I would drink it if it was handed mm-hmm. to me. I would say three is is a it's a decent scotch, but it's not. There's nothing extraordinary yeah. about it. Three is the bare minimum we consider that, that we would enjoy having it again versus not having it again. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then uh, w- one is that this is a war crime to, to feed to, to prisoners, and five is best shit ever. So I think I'd have to go with three. Um, I certainly enjoyed it. I would be happy to drink it again, and I might buy it if I found it at a good price. But I... I I'm not going to go running around telling people when you buy scotch next, this is what you have to get. Straight three, or we are allowed to use decimals. Oh, so. oh, um, I should have pointed that out earlier. I, I, I might go to three, three point five. Okay. I, 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 I certainly enjoyed it. I just, it, it didn't blow my socks off. I'm gonna go with a four and a half. In contrast to Perrin, it's one that I do recommend strongly to people. Uh, it's one that I re- repeatedly buy. At least once a year. Um, you said you had what? Six yeah, six or eight. You know, I, I've seen, I think, three different iterations of their packaging, their, their boxes there, and 
you know, the models of them in the, the weird um, squat shape. But, you know, I've had the, the 91, the 94, the Special Reserve. So, I, yeah. well, I'd, I'd happily drink whatever you bought. <laughs> so, I mean, there we go. And, and that being said, while I do really love the scotch, it's very relaxing to me. It's, it's one that I always keep on hand. It's not the best thing ever. So, for me. All right. Um, I'm going to give it a straight up three. I would say it's, it's pretty average in, in my eyes. I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. And I might buy it again. But I certainly would, if somebody said, hey, I've got some Glen Rothes. Do you want, it? Do you want some? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have some, um, you know, and and enjoy it. But I I don't know how much I would... Actually, I'm going to go down to a 275, because I don't think I would buy it again. Because I think there's 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 others out there. But I would drink it again, for sure. <laughs> On a go ahead. slightly related note, um, one of the reasons that I also recommend it to newer people getting in scotch is the price point. It is fairly affordable. Okay. Um, even 40, 45 bucks. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember how much this was because I don't think I paid for it. No, so. I think I think someone else brought that. I want to say Darren. Yeah. yeah. Given given that I'm a cheap ass bastard, that's like an extra point too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, I'm going last again. Um, I'm I'm feeling I enjoyed it more this time than I did when I tasted it with Dave and and the others um, previously, but. I still don't know that I can say I like it more than the Glenfiddich, which uh, we had on the on the show, and so I think I'm gonna have to give it like a three two, um, where before I probably wouldn't have given it more than a two seven five myself. I do like it personally wet more than I liked it neat, um, because again I tend to have the scotch on my own sitting and reading, so I, I, I like the the lighter finish that made me want to go back for more and not have to have um, the rinse in between um, with the chaser of water. And so I, I think I'm just gonna, gonna leave it there. I, I, I like a sweet scotch, so there was there was nothing wrong there, but uh, I, I really can't say it was uh, too far above average for me. So and Dave's going to get the uh, second pour going, generously donated to uh, the show by Doug, who will be taking the remainder back. And it's a mostly full bottle, so he's gonna get most of it back. We'll, I'll not drink too much of his stuff. It'll be the Tomintool? Yeah, um, Tomintool, I think Tomintool? I would pronounce it. I, we need to do more research in advance. Yeah. I'll get the Brian Cox pronunciation before oh, we get yes. started. We, yes. we, we still need to link that in the show notes, too. It's my Indeed. fault that I've not done that. But. I, I have a friend from Glasgow, or it's Glaswegian. I'll ask him <laughs> how it's pronounced. Well, um, you can also look up uh, Brian Cox. Uh, yeah, that's a really good uh, little website. Uh, it's got... It's, it was done by Esquire, where Brian Cox sits and drinks scotch mm-hmm. and pronounces every single distillery in Scotland. <laughs> yeah, it, so it's just a bunch of video clips that are four seconds long. Yeah. Just long enough to say the name. Nice. Unless it's the log of one of Yeah, it saves already. That's great. That, that one's Stop worth mocking things. Jeez, you're making noise, pounding the table. Just terrible. You can be replaced. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, oh, AON people. Joe. I stole your thing again. I apologize. Uh, so let's see. Question, random question to ask you guys more um, professionally. What do you guys do? You know, I didn't get into that in the, on the first round. So uh, um, nothing too exciting. I design websites. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's interesting. I get to work with 
clients in different fields and industries, so you get to see a bunch of everything, but at the end of the day, it's I'm making brochures for people. <laughs> well, I do something completely different. I'm a data geek <laughs> with computers. I do uh, data warehouse architecture, um, pretty much anything having to do with data warehousing, from reporting to requirements gathering to, you know, you name it. And I, I'm, I'm very excited. I do it for a company that sells the uh, font purveyors of fine bulk cooking oil. Nice. So if you've eaten at a fast food restaurant, thank you for buying our product. <laughs> Fair enough. So fine bulk cooking oil as opposed to the crappy shit that other yeah. people provide. Hmm. It's pretty much an easy definition. We provide the really good stuff. The rest of them, crap. Okay, so this is the Tomantool 27 here, which is... It smells fantastic. It's so smooth smelling. Yeah. Now, is this what I had in the class the other day? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but it's going to be different out of the sniffer. Yes, it, 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 it's not smelling like bourbon. Sniffing it out of the sniffer. I, I, I don't know why, but out of the flask, I, I misidentified this as, as bourbon, and I felt really, really bad when he told me it was 27 year old <laughs> scotch. I'm like, I feel bad that I. He <laughs> smack talked it a little bit behind your back, too, to me, so. <laughs> Now that I know that he had it out of flask, I know we can just discount anything he said about it. <laughs> so basically, just add one to whatever score he gives it. At the end. <laughs> you know, I really, now. I really wish that I had brought um, coffee beans because oh, this would be to, yeah. What I what I find is my nose shuts down or or gets overwhelmed really quickly, and so if I don't, if I'm not done sniffing something really quickly. I may as well not try, and sure. and the coffee beans reactivate your smell. I'm not. I'm embarrassed to say I'm not picking. I mean, it's it's nice. Yeah, I'm not I, getting I, a I lot get, of. I get I get like caramel. Yeah, and and that's and that's it. But it's so yeah. pleasant that I, oh, I. It's just a very generic whiskey okay. smell. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, okay, it's not my nose. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're, no, it's a very it's mild. mild. It's there's no harsh alcohol no. or spice. Yeah. No. Um, very smooth. I was thinking smooth. my nose was just shutting down because I'm like, oh, you no, agree no, with no, you about the caramel. But yeah, other I, than that, I'm like... I'm thinking it's either a buttery caramel or there's a vanilla. Oh, I think it's a buttery yeah, caramel. Buttery, yeah. yeah. Take a sip now. Mm. Wow, that is very smooth. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. it tastes it tastes like whiskey. Or mm-hmm. scotch, you know, like a, a, a scotch whiskey. There's just there's not really any extra flavors there, but it's... like You get a little bit of that buttery mm-hmm. and then just... Just smooth. I get some some woodiness out of it. You can tell that it's spent a long time yeah, sitting in, in the oak, oak cask. Yeah, uh, but it's not a tannic oak. I'm wood, right? Yeah. It's to me, it's more of a softer wood, closer to you know fresh hewn from a sawmill. Um, Good analogy. I like it. Yeah. Very nice. And then, yeah, just overall smooth. That's mm-hmm. that's the big takeaway. I mean, it, it, it tastes like plywood smells. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in a good way. In a good yeah. way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's if you ever fresh, actually have fresh. tasted plywood, you will not be enjoying this. No, no, no. <laughs> the way it smells, not the way it <laughs> yeah. tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, that nice, fresh cut wood smell mm-hmm. that just embodies the slight, it. The yeah. slightly dusty wood. Right. Which is a bottle of this. This was surprisingly affordable. Um, this was my special purchase for MegaCon. You know, I stopped in at the liquor store on the way out of town and 
pick something nice for the weekend. You know, this is kind of a treat. So it was kind of coming down to this or the Aberlour, and I decided to go with this because I've never had it before. Uh, it was about 85, 90 bucks. Really? Yeah. That's, that's surprising. You know, under 100 bucks for a 27 year bond. You can't even well, get it's not a well known. 18s for. It's it's not at least to my knowledge a common. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I have never heard of it. I, I I I've seen it before at uh, Top Value. Yeah, this was at Top Value yeah, in okay. Columbia Heights. I have um, to say it's an unfortunate name. I mean, it, I, I I've had Comitin, and this just yes, makes me think of it, it's like it's Tool Brother. <laughs> he said Comitin the first. I thought it was. So I, I I must have misheard you yesterday. Yeah, I mean they're very easy to yeah uh, conflate in your mind and. and Tomatin is going to be a very different. Kind yeah, of yes, yeah, a lower end. Kind of a. I'm, I'm enjoying the finish. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, a, we should probably have water too. And yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we, well, we've just been kind of drinking well, it. Which well, was still on the first round, and it, it was a sufficient um, pour that I'm not too worried about it. But the definitely buttery. Yeah, I'm. I'm vanilla. In the finish, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I enjoyed is sort of breathing after. After drinking it and sort of savoring the feel, it's just inhaling with it. It's got to just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too quick, that. Yeah, I was going to say inhaling after you drink it. Well, I did after because it was too immediately. Oh, the nose like, doesn't change at all. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit of the alcohol comes out of it when it's wet. Yeah, I I definitely got more of a an alcohol than I had before. One more comment on the dry finish for me. I'm almost getting a a, a very light. Plum in the background, very light, that. very light, but just the fruit of the plum too, not in yeah. the peel. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Dave. The alcohol comes out more with it wet, definitely, and and definitely on the on the, the body and the finish. The finish gets you a little bit of the alcohol on your throat. Yeah, I'm. I'd say I'd get more of the tannin. Okay. I'm I'm picking up more of the wood on the wet. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. The body seems definitely. a little bit lighter in the mouth in terms of the feel. Yeah. I mean, with the water as well. There are some. It, it, it brings out more of the tannic oak and less of the sweetness. Yeah. yeah. There are some scotches that I like better wet, and there are some that are better dry. And this is uh, definitely to be a dry. Yeah. I, I. Well, it's so. If I could, if I could undo the water, I would. <laughs> I mean, not that it's not that it's bad with right. water, but I mean, I was just absentmindedly drinking it mm -hmm. as as we were talking with mm -hmm. dry and. He'll tell you. I never do that. Like, ever. <laughs> he rarely does that. I'm trying to think. I, the word that I want to use is not the word that I think is right, and that's that it's inoffensive. That That's too derogatory. Usually I use it as a derogatory. Sure. It's an inoffensive something to drink. You know, it, it can't possibly uh, affect you. To, to be inoffensive it, it's means it's, it, it's... I know what yeah. you're saying, though. It's, it's, it's quiet. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. It's enjoyable... So, it's subtle. Yeah. It's nice. I I could drink a, a. I could really enjoy sitting down with a, a nice glass of this, but it's not um, dramatic. It's not. Yeah. It does its thing, but it does it really well. Mm -hmm. You know, there there are two types of good scotches. There's the the type of scotch that has one or two notes, and then just really works really hard in making those notes, those those couple notes shine and, and work together. And then there's the one that goes. I'm going to do all this crazy stuff, and you're going to look at me like I'm crazy for doing all of this stuff, and I'm going to make it work somehow. Mm -hmm. And this one is definitely the former. Mm -hmm. 
and it's it's got its its note, and it, it does it. And I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this this is one definitely to do dry wet. It's just it's far more disappointing. It's, wet. it's not as smooth. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not as smooth. smooth. The finish is just. I, Trying to phrase it well, but the finish okay. is is unimpressive. Yeah, you know, and well, I'll, I'll hold off until we get to the rating, but it it definitely takes a negative uh, turn. Wet. Yeah, I would almost say wet, and I only added a couple drops of water, but at the very very far end of the finish, I'm getting not necessarily the taste of coffee, but the same sensation on your tongue. Mm, yeah. After you've finished a cup of coffee, and it, it's probably from the the tannic oak, in the same way that you get the bitterness from the coffee. Yeah, I've I've, I've done a pretty good palate cleanse with the water, and I'm still <laughs> getting a little bit of that. I'll, I'll just say mm -hmm. it. That's a good way to phrase what that is. Indeed, and I'll read the bottle of the box in a second after I after I do a quick rinse too. All right, here, what do we got? Seated amongst the hills of the Scottish Highlands. This, this, the distillery is blessed with the pristine waters of... Okay, we're going to skip all this crap. Um, the vitalizing spring, pure water, essential ingredients, single malt. It is the combination of this natural wonder, along with the finest barley, carefully selected oak barrels, and the skill of our master distiller that produce our soft, gentle and elegant Pullman Tools single malt scotch whiskey. Are there no actual There's no actual notes? tasting notes. God. You know, that, although their is tagline it? is interesting. Oh, what is um, their tagline? Tom and Tool is the gentle dram. The gentle and so and, yeah, and, and I'll we, go with that. Yeah, actually. We, yeah. We, I think we all said <laughs> pretty much that yeah. in, in many more words. You know, it's <laughs> It's, it's, I'm waiting to find a scotch that, that in its its description of what it is says, we use local water. We slap it in barrels. They're barrels. Uh, they're made of wood. They're, they're made like, of wood that other booze has been in. <laughs> and just sort of goes, oh, you know, and then we let it sit for a while. And when it tastes good, we put it in bottles and send it to you yobs. <laughs> um, we've had a bottle like that more or less, didn't we? Did we? I don't know if it was for the podcast, but I, I think we certainly had a bottle that was, like, not quite to that level of flow. <laughs> I want that level. But that's, that, that's pretty close to something we've done before, are, I think, in terms there of are the, the no real notes we got on, on a box. But, you know, if, if the Japanese weren't so polite, I feel like that's what would be on the Japanese whiskey boxes. Oh, the, the Yamazaki. Yeah. Love the Yamazaki. You know, the, I, I can't remember exactly which one, but I've had one... Japanese scotch, and it's the only scotch I've ever said I will never drink again. Of course, I don't remember exactly which one it was. So oh, it's, it's, I could get screwed. It's probably the Yamazaki. It yeah, was, was it Suntory or Nikka? Or, I don't remember well yeah, enough. Yeah. I have blotted that experience from my mind. Well, it's the only time I've, I've drunk a single malt. I mean, I've had single malts where I went, eh, it wasn't great, but I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd probably try it again. I, Who's phone? Not mine. <laughs> In fairness, we didn't warn the guests about the phone, but um, at which the 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 Yamazaki Twelve is what I suggest to to people who who are just trying out want to try out a scotch. Mm. That's actually what I suggest mm. to them because for the price point, I think the Twelve is just as good as anything that you find that comes from Scotland. 
And this wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could also just have very different opinions of it, too. Quite possibly. So, I just, yeah. Absolutely. I'd love to find uh, a Japanese scotch that I try and really enjoy, just because that would be fun. Uh, the Yamazaki 12, I think, is really good. Um, the Yamazaki 18 is pretty much tied for my favorite scotch ever. And Chicago Lake Liquor sells both of them for really cheap. Because they, I mean, they they don't have the best selections, but best prices I've ever seen. So, I mean, they're $10 cheaper than pretty much anywhere wow, wow. or more. Like, on the higher shelf, it gets bigger. No, I've heard so, some rumors about why they can keep the prices that low. Well, I, don't, but that, I, don't, that's, I don't care what the rumors are. Yeah. We'll talk about that off, 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 off yeah, air. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to say that off air, because at this point, I'm, I'm substantiated. I, I don't really know, but I've heard rumors. Anyway, so, uh, ratings on this one. I guess I will go first and probably be in the minority. As smooth as it was, I am not overly impressed by it. I mean, it's tasty. Um, it's not something I'm likely to buy for myself. I'm not going to give it more than a, more than a three. We'll kill him off air for you guys. <laughs> After it, 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 it just it didn't touch me um, in, in terms of, of what really turns me on for a good scotch. I, I think as gentle as it was, it was too gentle. I need a little bit more for myself. This it was certainly not bad. I'm not going to rate it less than a three, but it, it just didn't turn my crank. Well, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I I loved it. I mean, dry. I, I could just I could have just sat here and drank it all night long. I mean, you guys saw me. I was just absentmindedly drinking it without even thinking about putting water in. And I'm usually like, we got to put water in right now. So um, I, I I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a four two five because I don't even know what I rate things anymore. So um, <laughs> it was it was good. I really liked it, and I'm probably going to try to figure out where I can squeeze money out of my budget to to, to get myself a bottle out of it, because I, I really like this, and I can just see myself drinking too much of it. <laughs> Doug? Um, this is going to be tough. It's, I'm going to go with a four. It's very good. I can see what you're saying, though, where it's almost too gentle, in that it's, I, I don't know kind of how much I'm going to go out and buy it on a continual basis. You know, I, I, I'll probably buy it again, especially because people give you looks for having a bottle of scotch that says 27 on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's an impressive number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, honestly, that's kind of what drew my attention on the shelf, too, is it says 27 on it. It's not... Locked up in the glass cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Degree. Um, but yeah, the, the it, it's very, very good. But the repeatability, I think, brings it down a couple steps down to four. Sure. I think I think um, dry. I'd go with four. It was really nice. I could happily drink it again. Um, for being a 27 year old, that adds a certain, as you said, amount of this is really interesting, and I'm curious how it differs. I'd be happy to drink it again. And if I were buying it to share, I certainly would get it at that price point. Mm-hmm. Wet, two and a half. I I wouldn't. I honestly would not buy it. Uh, if you offered it to me wet, I don't even. I'd probably drink it, but I didn't enjoy the wet. 
I really, I found it, it lost the things that I enjoyed and it gained a whole lot of things I didn't. It, it lost a lot, for sure. Um, definitely the, 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 the real creaminess of it was really there when it was dry and, you know, it gained that alcohol flavor, which most of us try to get away from. So, yeah, I, I would definitely agree that the, the level of the, the wet was not, not great. But that's also why we get the option. Yes. Yeah, I, so. my three is because I'm I'm probably averaging the two a little bit dry. It was probably closer to like a three two five. I have to rate that solo um, for me. But it's it's still um, not not screaming to me to be bought again. But this is one that I wish um, I could find more different expressions, vintages to, to try a fifteen yeah, and, to, a, and a twenty it, and a. I'm trying to remember what they had on the shelf, and I feel like there was one other bottle that was like a 10. I was going to say. And, and there's a big gap between yeah. 10 and 27. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to it drink be, that oh, to yeah. see, do you get the precursor, or is it a completely different drink? Right. Because it could be. Either. Yeah. And, but perhaps a future show. And, <laughs> but that's why I wish she could get like a 10, 15, 20, and then 27. They should sell a bottle that just is, is like, comes with multiple <laughs> compartments and, you know, so you can buy the a tool a bottle. holiday sampler. Yeah, <laughs> a sampler set. What, yeah. are you, what are you pouring off this time? Oh, I thought I'd pour the 18. That'd be great. That would be awesome. I, I know the, the Glen Morangi will do the, the base one yeah. with a bottle of the, or a mini bottle of, like, the Quinto and the Santa. Yeah, the, um, all their, all their yeah, wine flavors. Santa, yeah, the truck. Give people a sampler, and then uh, I think I, I saw a Dalmer holidays that went there as well. But we'll move on to the question of the show. The question of the show for you guys is: uh, What was your first or your favorite concert that you've ever been to? <laughs> One or the other? Um, it, well, if they're not the same, uh, you're, you're welcome to do both. Uh, we're we're uh, not going to be picky. Okay. Well, my first concert's easy. Um, it was uh, Blue Oyster Cult and Rainbow. Nice. Yeah, with a 50-foot-tall Godzilla with giant searchlight eyes, <laughs> and Rainbow had nice. a giant eyeball that was, like, shooting, like, beams out over the audience. Oh, it was pretty... That's your first concert? They don't get much more amazing. <laughs> Dio Rainbow or post-Dio Rainbow? Dio Rainbow. Excellent. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't that I was this monstrous heavy metal fan, but I enjoyed it, and the tickets just sort of appeared, and I'm like, Okay, why not? And wow. <laughs> um, best concert? I'm not saying it was the best music or any individual aspect of it, but I saw The Grateful Dead at the Shoreline Amphitheater <laughs> out on the grass. I, they played, I don't know, 14, 20 hours. It was hard to tell. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not a huge Dead fan either, but as an experience, that was pretty mind-altering. And I didn't even... I was in the army. You didn't I had to make sure, make sure I could pass the next piss test. <laughs> <laughs> my first concert was to see the band Less Than Jake. My favorite, uh, and I am actually going to probably butcher the pronunciation on this, is uh, Scala and Colchini Brothers. It's a, I think, Belgian girls choir with piano accompaniment and they sing pop 
and rock songs. And it is it is very good. It, it's that's it's, awesome. You know the uh, everything from like Prince to Rammstein. And very cool. Just hauntingly beautiful. And it was also at First Ave in Minneapolis. And there was tables and table service on the main floor. Oh, oh I've oh, seen them do that with yeah, you know, white linen yeah. tablecloths, and it's like. At first, at what? Where yeah. are we? <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was just a totally unique experience on multiple fronts. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to send you an email with the proper spelling and linkage. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely want to put that up. Uh, Dave's looking at me, so I guess I'll go next. Uh, the first concert I saw, uh, and I have to say, this is it's a, running a good fight for what's going to be the favorite. I'm going to have to think harder about it, but the very first was uh, Veruca Salt, PJ Harvey, and Live. Ah, when they were nice. and, and it was August of 95. Live was touring on Throwing Copper, um, and PJ Harvey was touring <laughs> on Rid of Me. And I was big into both of those albums at the time, and the fact that Veruca Salt was opening, and I had no idea of that. And I can't remember if that was just before... Volcano Girls and, and the album Eight Arms to Hold You, I think the album for that came out, or if that was that tour. Um, was that tour. It was that tour. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that that was that was a really good show, and it started things off for me. Um, I guess the only reason that there might be something that's fighting for the best show, uh, in addition to that, is I was in the right headspace to see it, and I'm like really big into it right now. And uh, the Lindsey Sterling show at First Ave recently was, was really, really good, and I, I very much enjoyed it. But whether it really deserves to be a, a better show than that first one, I don't know. I, I think my first and my favorite might actually be the same show. Uh, I've been to an awful lot of concerts. I've seen an awful lot of bands. Um, but that, that first one, I was down in the mosh pit. It was just it was such a great experience. Everyone was, was a you know, positive energy. If someone fell in the mosh pit, everyone, like, Pick that person mm-hmm. up because it was a great thing. I've been at you know concerts with no concert etiquette, and that was not so good. I've been at those concerts where it's the drunk frat boys that spilled the beer on you, and I'm uh, not a beer person, so that's not you know a thing that I like. It's not like so, you can suck your shirt later and enjoy it. Yeah, no, and so uh, yeah, mm, sweaty PBR. But that was that that was <laughs> it was a really great show to start with, and, and I don't know that anything's truly topped it. So I. My first show was is probably going to be my my favorite show as well. Actually, it is my favorite show. I mean, I've got a lot of concert stories, but I, I definitely was. I saw Nine Inch Nails in Feb, on February of 1994. I believe it was the fourth, and they had opening acts were the Jim Rose Circus and the Melvins. Oh, that would be a great show. And it was amazing. I mean, the Melvins were great. They were so great that when the Melvins came back a couple of years later and did three sets, it was the Melvins opening for the Melvins opening for the Melvins. And seriously, they they played for four hours. So good, big class. Wow. Yeah. That's, no, no, they played for for four hours. It was like, are you gonna go see the opening band? I'm like, I don't know who it is. It just says the Melvins three times. Are they gonna play for themselves? Yes. That's what they did. I mean, big props to that. Nice. But I just, I mean, the you put the Melvins in with the Jim Rose Circus, who 
have the most amazing stage show because they are a sideshow. They're not a band. They're an actual mm-hmm. sideshow. Just the that and on the big screen and then Trent Reznor back when he was actually good and actually cared about his music over mm-hmm. just putting out an album and making money. Um, it, was, it was just an amazing tour. And I was... I don't know, I was like 17 or something like that. And it was the first time I got hit on by a by a man. It was the first time that I got hit on by a 30-year-old man um, <laughs> who wouldn't really take no for an answer. And I had to, I, I had to like, hide from him. Um, and Just to end it. You yeah. piece of luscious jail bait, you. <laughs> yes, ex- exactly. It was very weird. Of course, I looked substantially older because I had a huge beard then too but um i mean like the whole night was just the experience was was so crazy that i i don't think i can top it as far as something else i've been to i mean there are more recent things that were cool but man that was that was quite the introduction to Mm -hmm. the concerts so um well i don't think we've got anything else no i think i think we're at the final step um do either of you gentlemen have a toast you want to take the show out on uh, I leave it to the experts. All right. I, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the experts who haven't actually done this for ourselves at all yet on at our own all. show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have we have the Google and I've I've got one here. So uh, I would like to make make a toast to. I'll put something in the glass, I suppose. You mind if we use a little bit already? I'll I'll grab a little something different since I didn't really care for that. In fact, you know what? I think I'm just going to toast with water. Break the fourth wall and tell you all that I'm going to be lame. Because, like I said, I started early and I need to keep the water going. All right, so now that we're ready, a toast. I would like to make a toast to lying, stealing, cheating, and drinking. If you're going to lie, lie for a friend. If you're going to steal, steal a heart. If you're going to cheat, cheat death. And if you're going to drink, drink with me. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.